War II, an elite U.S. commando team was placed in cryogenic suspension as an emergency contingency plan. The horrific release of Vanguard on an unsuspecting population prompted their revival. These four MMO experts, modified by super science, have dedicated themselves to providing insightful, humorous commentary in the hopes of preventing future catastrophes of the Vanguard magnitude. If you're playing or making a crappy MMO, and if you can find them on iTunes, you can listen to the M Team. Listen to this, gentlemen. Episode 41 of Woo-hoo. Channel Massive. Your hosts tonight are Mark, Yay. Jason, hello. and Noah. Hello. Hello. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. Hello. <laughs> We're going to be talking about what we've been playing this last week. We have a reader email or two. Do or we three. have a, an audio? We have an audio submission. Oh, yes. From the name. An, an audio emission. Emission. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then we're going to also cover the weekend gaming, as we always do. The twig. Or the big twig, as we say. Ah, yes. Yes. We're going to have a lot of stuff to talk about, actually, related to Age of Conan, which should be interesting. Yeah, this is kind of like the Age of Conan blowout show. Yeah, Age of Conan blowout special. We may discuss a couple other things, like hilarious Chinese gold farmer antics. But, uh... (laughs) There's always time for that. There's always time for that. (laughs) When isn't it time for... Chinese gold farming antics. Um, <laughs> never between the hours of 2 and 3 a.m. That's usually a pretty stable <laughs> that, time for their, antics. That's their sleeping hour. That's, yeah, that's, that's, when they're, uh, that's when their bosses let them catch yeah. a quick cat nap. Before you can they... do whatever you want. <laughs> Did he mow? Did he mow? <laughs> no rice for you. Well, I don't know what that was. That was like the soup, soup Nazi Chinese gold farmer combo. Yeah, that, that was so kind of weird. I am running on no sleep. For all of you listeners who might think I sound insane on this podcast, I think most of us are running on little to no yeah. Mm-hmm. sleep. Yeah, I, I've got I got four hours, so I'm up four Sweet. hours. Sweet, <laughs> and that's because we've been diligently scouring the internet for stories to bring to you, our listeners. Nothing but that, right? Nothing yes. but we work hard, and you we will do. see the quality in this episode. You, we do. <laughs> so get ready, <laughs> brace yourselves. <laughs> Alright, so let's get into what we've been playing this last week. I've been playing the packing and, and moving game. I knew you were wow, playing man. some game that involved <laughs> the imitation of some real-life profession. See, I, knew, I knew the Wii was coming out with some pretty obscure <laughs> yeah. Is that a DS Lite game, or is that a Wii game? It's both. You can play both with your DS connected to Pack your Wii. Pack and Ship Plus. Yes. <laughs> awesome. So what stinks is that my, my home gaming system, at least my television stuff, isn't set up, and my internet... Is jerry-rigged in the middle of my dining room 
Slash living room. We don't have many days to be ready for our land party. I know, man. Whatever. I already told Jason, I'm like, it's going to take something of a miracle for me to have you guys over. You can do it. You can do it. Maybe that would be a good way to motivate me, but I'd only have two nights to hold off. Let's taskmaster you. We'll see. I mean, I'd love to have you over, but yeah, there's very minimal walking space. But that didn't stop me from trying to play a little bit of World of Warcraft on Monday night. Yeah. I frantically plugged everything back in. You made to, it. I have to unplug it so that my dog doesn't chew up the wires because it hangs right by his cage. And then I plug it all back in. It was great because I had just told everyone, oh, there's no way in hell Noah's going to make it tonight. And then, yeah, and then you guys, Gordon oh, has we're just going to go on something. We'll be done soon. And like an hour and a half later, oh, yeah, and like all these people in the guild get saying, can we do something? Can we do something? There's like no response. <laughs> you guys are just talking to each other, having your own little conversation. Yeah, we I'm were, trying to uh, turn in my quest from Black Fathom Deep and I didn't know what the hell I was doing. Yeah. And so I like manually walked through all of Ashenvale all the way up to the Templary because oh, I thought no. that's where I was supposed forgot to go. forgot your flight path? Yeah, I forgot I had a flight path. And not to mention, I didn't need to go there. I needed to go to the Torin oh, yeah. to turn mm-hmm. it in, which I didn't realize. I'm like, where's, what, what's the place called? Totem something? Totem Camp Bluff? Toronto? Bluff? Oh, Totem? The, the main city. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's to where it. I had to go. Oh, yeah. And I've never been that. there. I'm like, where is it? And I'm like mousing over on the map, hoping that the name will randomly <sighs> pop up. Oh, I'm like, Jesus. Maybe it's somewhere up there. And so I. That's a total new moment if I've ever. Heard I got it. ganked by someone who was just standing right on the other side of the bridge. So, like, I saw them, like, I turned around, and of course they came after me with some mm. summoned pig. And then, you know, they resurrect you way far away, like 10 minutes away from where I was going. So I had to walk back across the continent <laughs> oh, no. to get to where I died. And it's like, maybe I can, like, navigate around while I'm dead. No, that didn't work. Wasting more time. And so then I got back on the path, and I was just, like, nervously walking on the edge of the path next to a cliff i fell into some like spider and wolf area that i couldn't get out of and so i was killing those whatever i could we had a great time yeah and got back up onto the trail and was continuing my pointless journey back up to the little ruins area and then i saw some something with a red name just run by like a a wolf thing off in the distance like crap like i totally have to stay on this path because i can't go off the path (laughs) but i can't hide i'm walking around with me and my pet so i'm totally obvious and so I just was watching him from behind a boulder. He was running around just like killing deer and stuff like that. And he was like seven levels lower than me. I don't know what I was worried about. I just didn't want to deal with it. I'm just like, screw this shit. I just want to get in and turn my freaking quest in. And so he went off and then I think he was gone. I'm like, okay, so I just continued down the path. And I was like stealth mode as far as I could play it, like Metal Gear Solid. I'm like, I'm going to hide in this bunch of bushes. And then I'm hey, going man, that's this how rock. you work it. He stealthed you, it. have real stealth. Yeah. I, I went a good ways beyond that guy. And that jerk just showed up and like he's obviously somebody experienced because he's doing all his jackass like spinning around and going in circles and um circle strafing and i'm like stuck in these boulders because i was trying to hide and (laughs) it's like all i can do is like it's all the camera's super zoomed in and i'm clicking on my void walker because i can't get the damn thing out of the way to click him so i can just cast fear move on and so he totally killed me and i'm like this game sucks (laughs) and then i finally got over there and i'm like where do i turn in the mission like none of these things take the mission and i'm like oh and then there was like some alliance guy that was dead there and i'm like oh great he's gonna resurrect and kill me and so I, I turned in some quests and I tried to avoid that. And then I'm like, oh, that's right. Of course I have a flight path. And so then I flew oh, back the and then there, I'm like, huh? where the hell's... And just randomly I pulled up the map and I found this stupid... You have that quest helper mod, don't you? Um, no, apparently No, not. it won't. It doesn't. I, I have to patch it or something. It won't run after the last update. Mm. 
It says Quest Helper will not run out of fear that it will break your system. I'm like whatever. Yeah, it probably realizes it's Vista and it's like, oh man. No, it's because of the last Warcraft patch. <laughs> I'm just joking. Anyways, I just I randomly moused <laughs> over the Stone Talon Bluff whatever crap name was, <laughs> and I'm like, this is way easier. And so I like walk through this verdant like, you know, grassy area, and it was the Thorntown's really really cool. It's cool. You have like right an elevator and. Some of these little cliffs. I was actually impressed. I thought it was going to be kind of cheesy. It's like a Native American theme, kind of, with the planes. And... Yeah, and it, of course it was like, I didn't know what I was doing because I've never been there before. I'm like, where's the stupid person that you turned the quest into? Because I didn't get the quest. I think it was shared with me. And so I'm like wandering around aimlessly, and there's like hundreds of cows everywhere. And I'm like, which one is the one that has and it doesn't show me on my none, map none were as sexy as canker though in his little <laughs> midriff oh, yes. showing uh, halter top <laughs> that he always has on god that is so so <laughs> disturbing he does that dance it is so disturbing <laughs> so seeing canker he always has like it looks like it's like this big cow warrior with a sports bra on <laughs> yeah. it's just so wrong yeah oh my god yeah there's not a big bunch of furries in our guild <laughs> yeah, him, and, him and phil yeah, yeah just him and phil <laughs> yep. what about you mark what have you been playing well i was um i was on while noah was wandering around aimlessly and probably ignoring him because we were i can't remember what we ran we did a run through like oh, was it zulfarak i can't remember i can't remember what we it did something with a z anyway we ran through we did a run through oh, a, a quick uh a quick run through i took like my uh no, it wasn't. It was God. I can't. I can't believe it. I don't remember what instance it was because I took my priest. I didn't take my my uh, warlock. And anyway, we ran through that pretty well, pretty quick. And uh, then we got done. And then, but then it wasn't quick enough because when we all looked at the clock, it was like, wow, where did the time go? So you yeah, made it up. You're like, hey, you want to play? And I'm like, I'm falling asleep. Good night. Yeah, <laughs> and that's what everybody said. We were all like, we we're all like, who's the first to say we're all falling asleep and then you know everybody was really tired so yeah um been playing some wow though got my my warlock all leveled up to 60 with mining maxed out so i'm ready to head off to outland and check that out again <laughs> from a different perspective uh, like an overpowered from perspective overpowered instead of a gimped perspective, perspective. yeah I so you were only saying that you were enjoying eastern plague lands i was <laughs> and i got through quite a few of the quests there and um but then i got my mining maxed out and i was like yeah because the only thing left for me to do would be to go back to western plague lands to turn in some or do a couple more quests and i thought yeah, i'm ready to get oh look somebody just sent the the channel massive skype line a message and it's from naked fun girl 24 Sweet. Let's she, play it. Does it come with a I picture? I hope it sounds like Sexy Beach. Oh, there's a picture of Naked Fun Girl 24, which I doubt is really Naked Fun Girl 24. Uh, okay, well, there's one advantage to leaving the Skype thing up all the time while recording the <laughs> podcast. You get random messages. I do. Um, but anyway, that was pretty much my extent of my WoW playing. I spent part of the week uh, upgrading my rig so I could do the Age of Conan beta. Ah, uh, yes. And got that done successfully. Um... And uh, continue to try to get through challenge mode on um, desktop tower defense. <laughs> and I've gotten up to sixty wave 67, and I just can't seem to break the barrier. So I'm going to have to re-cheat re my win. grid. Cheat to win. Yeah, it's killing me. You, Jay? Um, I've been playing Guitar Hero 3 on the Wii. Still trying to go through hard mode, as always. Awesome. I'm doing better, though. It's, you know, I could still see improvement every time I play, even if I don't play it for a while. 
you know, I always see tremendous improvement in, you know, even if I haven't even played a song in hard yeah. mode before, you know, I can just pick it up and play it now and actually get through it. That's cool. I may not be able to get, like, five stars on it right away, but I can get through it without totally bombing. Oh, come cool. a long way. Which, yeah, I've come a long way, baby. Come a long way, Padawan. Uh, World of Warcraft, very sparingly. Mm-hmm. Um, I might log on, check the auction check house. Your, uh, check your monies. And, you know, that's pretty much it. And... The majority of my playtime has been uh, on the Age of Conan beta, uh, which we will, of course, talk about later in a later segment. Uh, but yeah, th- those are basically the main three things that I've been doing this week. I forgot to you'd ask oh, me except to for re- Puke Quest to uh, oh, Puke yeah. Quest 2008, which I've uh, unfortunately had the pleasure of playing <laughs> living, this week. You got to live it with your son and yourself. Yes, yeah, it was brutal. It's like week the father son guest pass. Flutes going around. That's awesome. I forgot Crazy. you wanted me to mention my Chinese gold farming experiences in WoW. Oh, yeah. Uh, Please do. And I forgot to mention that during my, my shot, so just... Because we all know Absolutely you're... Absolutely not. We all up. know you're a closet Chinese gold farmer. Yeah, so <laughs> when I was... So basically, I was cruising around the plague lands, kind of working on quests, but also just trying to hit every mining node I could to get my mining to 300, and this guy, like, sees me, and he's riding past me, and he stops, and he watches me for a minute, and then he asks me... Are you Chinese? What was and the name of your character? Zulin, X-U-L-I-N, Zulin, yeah. <laughs> which is really like a, just rearrangement of the word, the letters to make up Linux. So, because I'm a, I'm a um, Linux geek, Linux geek, uh-huh. and uh, are you Unix geek? <laughs> yeah, I had to say it. And uh, so, I was like, well, do I explain or not? And so I thought, well. Let's have some fun. So, <laughs> what I what I did was I waited a long time and then. Typed back no, and then <laughs> I I thought well what would a gold farmer do well he's probably either a bot he would probably either be botting it or really playing it so I decided to start moving without using the mouse just the keyboard arrows and like you know <laughs> rotating then heading off in a direction and I started to grind <laughs> this like circular pattern of mobs for a while while he watched it was quite amusing eventually he got you know bored and took off and later I whispered him. And I said, no, it's just I rearranged the letters of Linux, and I'm not really a Chinese gold farmer. But he did say at one point, he's like, you are a Chinese gold farmer. (laughs) Yeah, you are a Chinese gold farmer. (laughs) Yes, yes, I am. Exploiting the economy. (laughs) It's like, have you looked at my gear? I'm really a bad Chinese gold farmer, if that's what I am, because I'm obviously getting no support from my hundreds of brethren stacked in this tiny little shack (laughs) in Beijing or whatever, so... Uh, but anyway, yeah, that was my, my simu- simulation of a Chinese gold farmer attempt. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I guess that's pretty much it for our what we've been playing segment, except I should report that Jim has uh, got a level 9 demonologist in Age of Conan from playing the beta. Oh, so he has been playing the beta. Yeah. Cool. He got his rig upgraded, too. So. Awesome. Cool. I'll tell you this, man. All I want to do is have my kicks before this whole shithouse goes up in flames! So, it's that time 
What time is it, Jason? It's time for mailbag. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I guess we'll start it out with an audio submission from Derek. The Nameless One. Or as he's also known, The Nameless One. So we'll uh, play that right now. MMO official forums are the slums of the internet. Take a look at Blizzard. The inmates run that fucking asylum. Developers and moderators need to start taking a Hitler style of role. Anyone who posts just to stir the pot and piss off the player base needs to take a 60 day vacation and make sure to tie all forum accounts to their game accounts to prevent people from re-registering and trying their shit all over again. Yes, players can go to third-party sites and piss and moan about it, but too bad, as long as it's not the developer's problem anymore. Dark Age of Camelot relied on the Vault Network as their official forums. It's a horrible idea. The mods there are lazy, they suck, and I can understand Mark Jacobs still having some sand in his vagina over it. The studio does not want an official forum. That's their decision. That's fine. But those that do need to squash all trolls and be very proactive about it. To use Vanguard as an example, as long as a post does not say, this game fucking sucks, and stops there, posts that call out the developers and then have a supportive argument are great feedback. Allow official forums, but rule them in such a way that keeps the shitbags out. If people want to brag about their e-penis, fine, as long as they do it on another forum. Dude, that was awesome. Thank you, Nameless One, again for another another witty rant. Yes, the true witty ranter. That was totally awesome. I totally agree with uh, with your take on that. Uh, you know, people who just go to forums for the state, you know, for the sole purpose of stirring up the pot or trolling, mm-hmm. um, you know, it just ticks me off. Uh, you know, and most of the time they don't have anything constructive. To, constructive to say i mean it, you know they'll they'll bitch about some of the dumbest things you know in the world about the game and they you know none of it's ever really constructive i doubt yeah very very little i mean 90 percent of the the flames that you see on the forums are i'm so done with this game i'm such and such game not yet released will be the bomb and we'll have everything in it that this doesn't and i can't wait to play that game and i'm out of here <laughs> yeah and of course which my standard response was always can i have your can stuff, I have your stuff? <laughs> <laughs> it's like man yeah i i totally see where you're coming from nameless one i totally do i liked your colorful metaphors yeah and as the well. metaphor was pretty good too yeah it was... um we, we just won't get into that anymore what are your thoughts noah it was funny i mean it kind of reflects how i feel about forms in any in any situation regardless of the medium where the Which subject. is why we don't have official forums at Channel Massive. Yeah, that's right. Noah's a big hater of forums. I find him as a little bit more entertaining. I'm more in like the um, like Sean Elliott from GFW does this thing called Heroes of the Web, where he takes a random forum poster and exposes him to the world for the idiot he right, or she I've, is. And I've listened to some of those and, before. Those and, are great. And I think Derek probably is right on board with that one too. Where it's like, yeah, that you know, these guys with their their constant attempts to get in there you know like they'll they'll do multiple accounts and spam just crap or whatever it's like yeah you guys need to just go away yeah, so. i think my jadedness comes from it's it's a lot different when you have to manage that form you own it right and you have to worry about moderating it and spam and stuff like that it's a lot more exhausting than being able to look at it from an external point of view and just laugh at it 
It's a big pain in the ass. So yeah, you've done it from the other side. The, yeah, the ba- you've been in that bad place. So I have a personal <laughs> hatred for those types of people. Right. Uh, Channel Mansov now announces our upcoming forums. Moderated by Noah. Yeah, followed quickly by. We will Noah's only accept your resignation if you post it in the forums. Immediately. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thanks, Derek. Thank you. So we have one email to share with you from Cassandra. With a K. She wrote in very immediately after episode 40 was posted, which is awesome. Thank which you so much. It wasn't too long ago. I don't think. Yeah. I, think I think as of this it recording, was... Mark just posted episode 40, which is kind of frightening. <laughs> no, it's a little bit. <laughs> I posted it yesterday. I was running late for About obvious reasons. probably. Uh. <laughs> so Cassandra had to say, I believe you two are razzing a guy about his comments concerning immature gamers, and I really had to side with that guy. There are way too many tools in the online and online games right now. We all do know that. We also know games were meant for kids, made for kids, but note the were part. These days, too many gamers aren't kids. Plus, even if a lot of kids do play, does that give them the right to be tools? Or does it suggest that we have to deal with it? I don't have an auto-irritation off switch on me, and I know none of you do either. Okay, so the next thought occurred to me today while listening to episode 40. Today's discussion tapped back into that subject a few times, particularly when you talked about the maturity level of Age of Conan. Age of Conan is a whole new animal and will attract a different audience. Thank God. The industry has to start to recognize the more mature gamers out there. They are not all kids anymore. Plus, some of us even want to teach our kids who are playing how to not become a tool. Our nine-year-old is more mature than half the folks we are playing with. But that is developed from playing with us, and us always monitoring his attitude and everything, not just when he is with us, as most parents should, but that's a whole different podcast. Next. I love MMOs for the social aspect, so if I want to, oh, let's say, pay a gold farmer a bit to level my character so I can play with folks I've come to know and love who have all day to scream right past me, then so be it. There's no crime in that. Don't get me wrong, never done it, most likely never will. If I had that sort of cash to toss around, I probably would have paid file server the money for permission to join the beta, sons of bitches. And then I would still need the cash for the upgrade, bastards, and the new chair, mini fridge. (laughs) Somebody's going to camp out. And that's it. Well, let's let's touch on the uh, let's dissect it piece by piece. Yeah, let's play. Let's let's touch on the on the gold farming, power leveling, reverse uh, order. I see. Yeah, let's let's do this in reverse order. You know, yeah, it's again, it's you know, there's no crime in in doing it. I think we said that. Well, I always say that when we talked about it. There's no crime in it, but why why are you even? Why would you play the game if you're going to have your tune power leveled? You know, that's. That's my thought on it. Why even play the game at all if you're going to get somebody else to play the game for you? Yeah, it's kind of a... Just doesn't, that does not make sense. Look at the monkey. Look at the monkey. I mean, I, I understand her point of view is, is, like a, is like a preparation step to play with your friends. Like if you had like a, a group of friends who were playing yeah. and they had outpaced you and you just wanted to catch up for that weekend of play or whatever, you know, that Monday night group or something like that. 
I mean, I could kind of see Yeah, it. great, but doesn't mean you're going to know how to play your character. Right, then you get told, LTP, noob, and stuff like that. Exactly. Of course, that happens to a lot of us when we play with Kanker, so... <laughs> I guess... <laughs> yeah, but that guy is a god. <laughs> yeah, he is. I swear, that guy, that guy knows everything about every possible character class in World of Warcraft, and... Every, He's insane. For every level range. Yeah, it's pretty good. Well, I like I like her point. I mean, I see it. Um, about the immature gamers uh, comment, I, that must she must have listened to like a prior episode. And... Yeah, I think that was thirty nine for the, the immature players. Okay, I was ranting. It's like my whole point was, it's a freaking game, a video game. Right. What makes right. you think that it's designed for people in their forties? Right. You know. <laughs> and yes, if you're offended by people that are you know talking about their high school or middle school stories don't listen right like do you really go to the barons for a meaningful conversation is that no. where you go to strike up a conversation no the barons is where you go to hear chuck norris and, comments and it's an interesting social study <laughs> i got to say uh, yeah. as a guy who dropped out of a sociology major at one point um, <laughs> i find that's, it, it that's scary in itself <laughs> Well, let's just say I took a couple classes and said, oh, going back to computer science. But um, anyway. Helping people is not for me. Yes, I was like, I have, what is that word? Empathy. I have none of that. But um, <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> um, but anyway, I, I mean, I guess the point is in, in a game like uh, WoW or other games that are geared for a wide, a vast span of age ranges, I think it's like you have to make the game what you can you either you get into guild with mature people yeah and you play with them and you ignore the general drivel that you see in in-game chat or you know spamming in broadcast channels in the barons or in the cities or whatever i like that use of drivel mr miller oh thank you thank you that's my my big word for today <laughs> although it's not that big just very appropriate I guess I, I'm told. Very sophisticated. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. You know, and I, I think, you know, games are going to be, you know, more geared towards mature players. I mean, you, you always have, like, these games like, you know, Grand Theft Auto 4, of course, which just came out and, you know, it's the big buzz around. There's even more, you know, gratuitous, you know, viewings of different sexual acts in these games. There's more, uh, you know, there's obviously more blood... Blood, titties, and violence. And we broke it in first. Conan. Endorsed by Jack Thompson. Oh, yeah. Totally, yeah, totally endorsed by Jack <laughs> Thompson. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so the games are out there that are more mature, but, you know, it doesn't necessarily... You know, and, and also maturity doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, an, an age 35 male is going to be more mature than an age 12 Yeah, that's kid. for sure. You know, it's... Well, and, maturity and, is never related to age, especially when it comes to the internet and it, World of Warcraft, as we've come to see over the years. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, it's you know, you're always going to run into idiots. Well, I think that the maturity shouldn't just be solely determined by um, you know how nude a character can be, either. You know, I no. think I think like Age of Conan really strives for a very for a very dark subject matter, right? Very dark. I mean, slaughters of villages. It's dark, and the people, the NPCs, um, talk to you like you're the scum of the earth. And yeah, it's I like love it. it's not your it's not your pixie dust and no. fairies. Like, no, you're not going to encounter any elves or pixies no. in, in the world right. of the Age of Conan. And, and if sure. you do, they're going to be dark and twisted. Yeah, they are. But uh, <laughs> but you know, it's a, it's like 
you know, it can be a game, it can be a mature game and not necessarily have nudity or anything like that, too. It's no, the it's subject. just, I think her point was more or less towards the, the people. Oh, I agree. And I, I agree more with more. her. And I, and I agree with her, you know, it's, but, you know, there are ways to avoid that, you know, and they're, you know, hey, there is, there is a such thing as an auto-irritation off button. It's just, you just ignore it. Yeah. You know, you just have to. And you know, and they and they also give you tools to ignore people too. If you've got some idiot in general chat who you know I, is just I have I ignore a lot just, of people. In yeah, while. I, I think my ignore list is almost maxed out. Yeah, always is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are your thoughts, Noah? You're here. You're here. You're here. Yeah. More of that. Okay. Well, that was a nice. Thanks for the nice um, letter. Practically every one of the top 40 records being played on every radio station in the United States is a communication to the children to take a trip, to cop out, to groove. The psychedelic jackets on the record albums have their own hidden symbols and messages as well as all the lyrics of all the top rock songs. And they all sing the same refrain. It's fun to take a trip. Put acid in your veins. What time is it, Jason? It's time for the weekend gaming. Yeah. I came in a little late. Yeah, man. First of all, it was going to be a solo squeal. Yeah. <laughs> squeal of ungodly pleasure. <laughs> all right, we're going to try to keep this short and sweet in the interest of, uh, you know, so we can have more time to talk about Age of Conan and our experiences with it and yeah, and all that. Uh, so first off, uh, Eve Online is. Uh, Five years old. Um, Can you believe it? Yeah, it's amazing. Steadily uh, growing their user base. Celebrated its five-year anniversary. I think it was on the sixth. Yeah. Of May. Um, you know, dang. You know, you got to hand it to them. They've been around for five years. They have a strong player base. You know, they always try to keep the content fresh. You know, they just upgraded the graphics engine not too long ago. Yeah, they're always mm-hmm. working on something. Yeah, there's always expansions coming out. Might I suggest they start working on security? <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe <laughs> they should start working on security five years into their uh, development. But it's never too late. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's never too late, guys. <laughs> yeah, but you know, it's a real you know that's a real impressive impressive Milestone. achievement. Definitely, many have faltered and fallen. Oh yeah, I mean, how many games have gone along the wayside? Oh, yeah. since Several then. since they started. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's, it's amazing. Oh, so, anyway, congratulations to CCP on uh, on doing that. It's just... Grats. It's great. Uh, what what else do we have? What else do we have? We have... The best gold farming story ever. Yeah, we have one of the best gold farming stories ever. Um, what happened is, is apparently a gold farming company, you know, was in business, and one of the gold farmers decided to go ahead and turn in his boss for not basically sharing enough of the revenue. Um, I try that all the time, and it never works for me. I'm, you know, and mm-hmm. I'm, I really can't pronounce some of this stuff because, hey, I'm not Chinese. Just take a shot, man. But, uh, Chengdu, Shuanglu County has arrested two virtual item and currency traders, surnamed Li and Zhang, focused on tapping out the nines. Um, licensed MMORPG World of Warcraft. 
uh, reports uh, the Chengdu Evening News. Uh, police arrested the pair after Li had reported Zhang for unfair revenue distribution. Uh, they went into business last August, and the, apparently they accumulated more than 20 employees, uh, 20 wow. computers to generate about $1.6 million in the uh, seven months of dealing. That's not bad. So that's, I don't know, I, I think that equates to about 750600 in, in 12 months, so they had to distribute... Man, if we could just get some high school kids. Yeah, I know. We could Come start on, next week. Work. Summer break's coming <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah, summer break is coming up. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I, I just thought that was kind of funny that a gold farmer actually turned in his employer and now they all went to, so, they all went to the toilet. So much for honor among thieves, huh? That's true. That's true. Well, what else we have? What else do we have today? We have... Um, <laughs> there's another kind of a crazy rumor going on that... Uh, All Points Bulletin, uh, the MMO that's based on, you know, crime and... The uh, technical term for that would be an APB. Yes, APB. (laughs) (laughs) Coming from the folks that made Crackdown for 360. Apparently Eurogamer, um, Eurogamer Eurogamer.net, they've been told by a quote-unquote... Credible industry source. Credible industry source. Surfer girl? No, just just (laughs) kidding. Real Time Worlds, who bought the All Point... Bulletin license back from publisher WebZen, and they did this so they could try to turn around and sell it to Rockstar, and then of course label it as Grand Theft Auto Online. Oh, yeah. So that would be interesting. That's an interesting rumor. I can kind of see that from the point of view that the gameplay takes place in a big city and it's gangs versus police force, but I think it's. I don't think it's a one-to-one correlation, either from the art style or just the overall experience. I could see GTA Online following that model, but I don't see why they would farm it out. I'm pretty sure they do it on their own. They're mm. far too... Yeah, uh, I think Rockstar wants to do their... You know, if they were going to do an MMO, they'd do it on their own terms. Yeah. You know, I mean, they've got a reputation to protect. I always kind of thought Crackdown was kind of like the 3D, you know, first-person version of... GTA. It is. It's a lot cop's like. point of view. Yeah, it's a lot like. It's like they should GTA. just take some of that and if if and such APB a, is supposed to be based off of that concept, yeah. you know, one following the other. So it's like the third cousin removed or something in GTA. <laughs> so why not be GTA? So they online? could marry each other. <laughs> anyway, that's that's just a rumor. Um, you know, take it as it is, um, but interesting nonetheless. What else do we have coming down the pike? We have. We have, of course, there's another politician who, you know, hates the interweb, hates video games, cursed them, damned them, all to hell, wants basically, you know, when he uses Second Life, you know, Second as, a, Life. as an example, he says Second Life could sexually exploit children via the internet. Representative Mark Kirk I sent a letter to the FTC requesting a consumer alert warning about its dangers. He said, this second life is a new scare, uncharted territory. Um, it really hits home. You know, he said, Kirk said he knew of no cases in which children were targeted by sexual predators on second life, but he said he considers the virtual world an emerging danger, so he, of course, he's never probably even seen this game before. He's never played it. Um, this is a common theme for tonight. Which is a common, which is going to come back later this evening. <laughs> 
Trust me. I've been told it's uh, dark and evil. You know, so, you know, it's just another one of these things where, you know, it's like the politicians are... But his aide did play it, and that's the important thing. Right. right. Uh, that, a- and that's where our tax dollars are going to, so their aides can play his, Second his Life female aide was... <laughs> was um, she was perusing pornogra- pornography and roaming in virtual rape rooms and drug dens uh, within a half hour of playing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So and seeing that—that's the—that's kind of makes you wonder too, right? I mean, yeah. yeah. You got your aid, and you know your aid's already in there, like a half hour into it, and she's already into the sex part of the of the game. Doesn't even try to do anything else. It's like half hour into it. Yep. That's pretty good. When I tried to go find the, oh, the yeah. dark side of the game, I could never get very far. I was like, wow, this is really mm-hmm. kind of boring. Mm-hmm. Isn't it awesome? Yeah. Um, and that leads us to another issue where politicians, of course, want to start controlling what happens in the buying and selling of video games. Uh, we've got a bill that's going to be introduced by Representatives Lee Terry, which is a Republican from Nebraska, and Jim Matheson, which is a Democrat. You know, this is a bipartisan bill. Sweet! Bipartisan bill. Democrats and Republicans joining together as one. If only they would, like, look at things like Focusing the economy. Focusing in on the and... real, real yeah. issues of today. Yeah. Uh, they're introducing the Video Games Ratings Enforcement Act to ensure that children can only access age-appropriate content without parental permission. Um, you know, they go on to say, The images and themes in some video games are shocking and troublesome. In some games, high scores are often earned by players who commit virtual murder, assault, and rape. Many young children are walking into stores and are able to buy or rent these games without their parents even knowing about it. Many retailers have tried to develop voluntary policies to make sure mature games do not end up in the hands of young kids, but we need to do more to protect our children. Yeah, you know, I used, I worked at a retail store like that, and we 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 uh, were very good about checking people's IDs. It was they say it's voluntary, but I mean they preached it to us. I thought it was a law. I really did. I had no idea. It wasn't like. I, you know. No, it's just voluntary, man. They just, you know, there's no law out there that says that they have to ID a kid, you know, if they're going to buy Grand Theft Auto 4. But, I mean, I don't know, it's just kind of like, do we really need another law? I, get, I don't know. I mean, I kind of I kind of think that it might allow more games that are mature to be made if... And and not like have like the dumbass attack dogs like Jack right, Thompson that, go after them. That's a very good point. If there, if we could all say, like definitively, that there's no way that these fall into children's hands unless their parents or some other adult is like in cahoots and getting it to them, you mm-hmm. know. So if it if it adds some legitimacy to that claim, then I'm not totally against it. It's just like with alcohol, you know. I'm I'm totally fine with there being fines to liquor stores and bars for people who sell underage kids you know I, mean, I agree that's that's the way it should work you know i don't want i don't want people who are barely able to drive at 16 to be out there drunk too you know i mean for god's sakes yeah we know by I think 18 your point you're so about much better the, <laughs> I, I think your point about the developers maybe being able to create more mature games yeah. as a result of maybe having some more stricter laws in place that 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 totally resonates with me. I think I think 
that's quite possibly true. You know, I think you might be able to see some more mature titles out there. Yeah. Quality mature titles. Yeah. You know, as long as there was some kind of uh, enforcement in place. Yeah, as long as it's not like, you know, titillation fest or something like that. But if it's like a quality dark themed title, that's great, you know. We all know you're you're all about the titillation fest. Yeah, Girls Gone Wild, the MMO. (laughs) Sexy Beach 3. What? Wait, they have like a red alert. Somebody's trying to create a male character. Oh my God, this has never happened. (laughs) What will we do? It crashes the (laughs) server. It crashes instantly. (laughs) Time for the age of Conan blowout. Well, that was a pretty cheesy explosion <laughs> effect. Sorry. I'll, I'll edit in something even more cheesy. Right on. Yeah, cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah something really like yeah. non non sequitur, kind of like <laughs> meow, <laughs> pigs grunting and cats meowing. So Jason and Mark have been able to play Age of Conan as and has Jim. Jim. I have not because during all the madness of the narrow window to as Cassandra pointed out, pay to get into the open beta. I was packing and moving. Totally. Yeah. Actually, I, I'm actually really angry about the whole pre-order situation. I forgot to bring it up earlier, but I'm not going to talk about that tonight. Instead, we're going to talk about what it's like to play the game. And since I haven't played it, I'm going to ask the questions, gentlemen. The High Inquisitor High himself Inquisitor speaks. So... The lights have dimmed and he's donned his level 70 shadow priest gear. Now we are going to pay. So you guys both started out with your regular systems, but you knew that you'd have to do some kind of upgrade to make it really work. Yep. We had had read a little bit. Mark, you tried it on on low. I had it on... Yeah, I had it on the lowest of all possible settings, lowest resolution. That was with two... um, Two uh, GeForce 6800s in SLI configuration on an Athlon 3800 plus dual core with a RAID Zero drive array. Yeah. Uh, How much and two RAM? gigs of RAM. Two gigs, yeah. And it was like. It was chugging that even chugging. The, the, the development, the, the game developer logos at the beginning would. Yeah, play I couldn't even get through that, right. It's like, holy crap. It looked pretty provided you stand stood still. Yeah, as long as I did it in snapshot mode, which is. <laughs> Right, you which know. was fine when you were taking all of her clothes off. Yeah, well, which is the first thing I did. <laughs> yeah, that like, is the first thing Mark did when. But he I had to know. And can I really see her nipples? Yeah. Well, you can't know. because they—it's the beta client, so they can't yeah. allow you to see everything that you, you know, you will be able to see in the real client. But yeah, that's a different story. But after a half hour of that and asking you to leave the studio for a while, <laughs> uh, we moved on to other gameplay features, and, and it was just still just really slow. And sluggish. And so then you guys Still ended up actually getting the same video card. Yeah, like Tom's hardware had a big roundup on um, like what's the best bang for the buck video card right now, and for around two hundred bucks, which was about what I think most PC gamers can 
kind of have an unforeseen upgrade, you know, budgetary yeah. thing for uh for around 200 bucks. Best deal was a 8800 GT. For about 300 bucks it would be like two 7900 GTs and an SLI config. And I thought, well, I really don't know that I want to spend 300 bucks. I'll see how the 200 goes and then if it's inadequate, I could wait a month and do it again and have two 8800s in SLA. Yeah. You know, I don't know. You know, we had a listener write in about this very topic a couple episodes ago saying, hey, me and somebody's want to get into Age of Conan. Do you think we'll have to upgrade? And it sounds like some kind of upgrade is necessary if you're even working with stuff. I mean, how old was your setup, Mark? Oh, two years. I mean, it's Only getting two up years there. Old and-, and the other big thing is the RAM. I mean, I had the two gigs of RAM, but without the video, it just chugs. With the video if i had the video cards but i didn't have adequate ram it would chug too and i know that because i have like one of those logitech g15 keyboards that shows me how much ram i'm consuming yeah. and when i when i'm in tortage and i i um go to one of my destiny quest locations it hits 90 percent quite a bit with my ram utilization and that's wow. like two gigs and like no background stuff no tsr type stuff running so it's pretty using a lot of resources. I have a similar setup to Mark's. Um, I'm running a, I think the same exact processor. I'm running the dual core uh, AMD. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I got, uh, I had, I had these, I had two GT. 73? It was 7300 GTs uh-huh. uh, running an SLI, uh, two gigs of RAM. Um, basically, I could only run it in low settings and it ran okay in low settings. It wasn't, and it didn't look horrible right. in low settings. I want to emphasize that. No, it, it never looked bad. It never looked like Just crap in spots. In it, but it did chug in spots, and it was, you know, kind of choppy on occasion. Um, but it never, you know, I never had a crash to desktop or anything like that no, because the of, it. of it death. Just, I never got any of that. You know, either. it was just like, dang, you know, I wonder what this would be like with a slightly better video card. With a, like a recommend, they recommend a video card, right? I forget which one they recommend. Well, they the recommended a, is, um, I think it's like a 7,800. Right, which is... 7,900, something like that. Not nearly the firepower we threw at it. No. But that's the recommended. No, and I ended up getting a an 8,800 GT. Um, it's an EV... I got one of the EVGA. That's what I got. Uh, that's what Jim 8,800 got. 8,800 GTs, but I got the super clocked oh, version, right. so it's like factory overclocked it. I think so it's a little bit faster than, mm-hmm. the, than the stock version. Five twelve and um, RAM. Yeah, what a difference that makes. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I I can I run that thing and and I got mine for like a hundred and seventy. Yeah. Um, and you could find those cards on eBay for about that much if you're if you're looking for like an upgrade. And the difference it made was pretty substantial. Well, yeah, I could run we max saw it settings. Tonight. I could yeah. run max settings on my system and it was like smooth. And then all of a sudden you got smoke from fire, you got a lot more blood. Oh, yeah, you got more blood. Um, Light coming through some, the tree. Some other canopy. things that they don't include in the in the high settings. Like if you if you go down to the low settings, you won't see the spell effects nearly as much. Yeah, that's um, they for They really sure. tone down the spell effects. They tone down the blood, um, things like that. You won't see, like, the blood sp- splattering. The, the water, of course, doesn't look nearly as nice. Oh, no. Shadows, you pretty much can't even run. Shadow, you know, when I was playing with the seventy three hundreds, um, yeah, the shadows were pretty much not yeah, an option. Shadows were just giant pixels. Yeah, well, yeah, and you so you was like you may as well just turn them off because they were just hogging resources anyway. 
but with this new card, just a single 8800 GT, man, it makes the world a difference. Yeah. You know, and, it, and it's really not that much of an upgrade, you know, as far as money-wise goes. No, not if you're somewhat current. Now, if you've got a rig that you're just now, using know for Jim, World of Warcraft, you might... Yeah, I know Jim is to... running just on a single-core Yep, CPU. and he's fine, too. And he says he, that he's running great. He and he's bought, got an 8800 GT as well. Yeah, he upgraded from 1 gig to 3 gigs. and he's, But he does have a single core, and he says it's just smooth as can be. And that's done in the open beta client um, that they're using that a lot of people are unhappy with is in debug mode, like full-on debug mode, which I don't think just is the client. I believe the servers are well, doing that. I talked with, um, was it you, Jay, or Jim? We were thinking that, like, when when you're in the cities, you get more lag than just a polygon increased polygon count would attribute. Yeah, sometimes. So we and think sometimes that- when you're in an inside, because um, every, everything in Age of Conan is is instance, right? You know, so if you walk into a well, not everything. No, pretty much everything is because it's just everything is zoned. So if you walk into the bar. Right, that, the bar is zoned. No, but I mean, like when you're out. When I don't want to make it get it confused with like, like um. Guild Wars or something. It's not that kind of instanced. I mean, right. when you're in the city at, in daytime, there are other players and stuff. And when you're outside of the city, in the in the very in, yeah yeah, I guess there I are should, other yeah, players doing. For, uh, well, for, okay, zoned. Right, the okay. zones are instanced. Yeah. Ba- basically, it, it's all <laughs> it's all broken down into zones. Yeah. So even like the the bar, the main little bar in in yep. Portage where you get some of your quests from where you start your your destiny quests which is the single player portion of the game which takes you from level 1 to 20 yeah. I believe uh-huh. with a big epic storyline yeah it has a big epic storyline you discover your you identity discover yourself um, in more ways than one <laughs> <laughs> exploiting the full um, firepower of mature rating <laughs> yeah but that's all that's all zone and I, for some reason I've noticed that like in the inside areas the inside zones for whatever reason, the you know this, the the game would get a little bit choppy. Yeah, and of course the new video card obviously helps that out tremendously. But I, I, um, would, I my point is I think that the the debugging is enabled not just on the client but in every aspect of the servers as well for them to and it's not debugging like you know stack trace output stuff. I think it's like debugging for statistics that they're using. To figure out things because yeah, I mean you could definitely tell that you're like the system's just running it. Yeah, like there's something going on in the there's background. Some, yeah, there. there's a lot, a lot of stuff going on, and um, it's not optimized like the closed beta. And the closed beta is like a full revision number ahead of the open beta. Well, and they've even the said stuff. They've even said that the the client that they're you know planning for release on by the seventeenth. Yeah is going to be even light years ahead of, you know, what's out now, so... How would you compare the character creation to other MMOs that have come out? I mean, it's pretty robust. I mean, granted, you're not... People... For one thing, people who aren't used to a world where there aren't elves or (laughs) dwarves or things like like that, they're going to think that, man, you know, this is kind of limiting because the difference is between, you know, Stygian and... um, Sumerian, Babylonian, and yeah, exactly. There, there, there's not a whole lot of difference there, except for maybe some uh, like color color features. Um, also, other options like uh, facial markings, unique facial markings, right? 
uh, that kind of thing. Um, but inside that itself, there's like tons of options to, uh, you know, change the depth of the, you know, the nose, the the face. I mean, that's pretty robust there. I mean, I don't think you're going to encounter anybody who looks exactly like you if you don't want to. Yeah, it's pretty, it's got a pretty good amount of variation. And I'm trying to think of a game it reminds me of as far as the customization. It's kind of like that whole, like, would it be EverQuest 2 maybe, but a little more expanded? Yeah, it's a little bit more, more in-depth than that. Yeah. Um... Yeah, but again, like I said, there's no like totally completely different races like elves. No, or they're all dwarves. three they're variations all, of all human. humanoids. Regional all humans. Regionized regionalized humans, I yeah. guess you could say. So how's the gameplay? The gameplay Combat. is pretty sweet. I, I think it's it's pretty rocking. Um The I've played a couple classes up to well the Max right now, which is level thirteen for the for the end of beta event, they're going to turn everybody who is level thirteen into level twenties. They're going to give them all the appropriate level twenty gear, and you're going to go at it. And it's going to be they're going to open up PvP like PvP is going to be like a PvP fest up of doom. More zones too, right? Like, it should be fun. That's right. Starter yeah. cities. Um, so you know, as far as what I've experienced with the game gameplay, the classes I've played so far up to max level have been. The Tempest of Set, uh, which is a priest class. Uh, I've done the Assassin, which is, of course, a rogue class. And I've done a Necromancer, which is a mage class. Um, all three play, of course, differently. Um, just, you know, and, and I'm sure it'll expand even more. They'll play even more differently right? as you, you know, progress even further. You know, unfortunately, we you know just haven't had a chance to play that out yet. Yep, um, nor have we had much of a chance to do try try the different classes and group dynamics. It's mostly been single player. All of my experiences have been in single player so far. Um, the the assassin plays just you know like you would think an assassin would play. You know, you can sneak around. You have this. You have like a stealth function, although the stealth doesn't work exactly like World of Warcraft stealth works. You have to. It does take lighting into effect, so you can't just More thief-like. Yeah, you have. You can't just like, like the game thief. You can't just go stealth in yeah. the. Sorry. <laughs> in the you know brightest day of light and not have somebody potentially be able to see you. You know, unlike in Wow World of Warcraft, yeah. where you can just <laughs> stealth anywhere and <laughs> whatever. Here I am. <laughs> Here I am, ready to kill you. <laughs> Surprise. Uh, Stabby, stabby. Yeah, so that that's one thing that I've noticed, which is kind of cool. I kind of like how they've worked stealth a little bit there. Uh, the Necromancer class that I've played, um, it's going to be a different... You know, as far as people who like pet classes go, it's going to be a shock to some people's system, I think, because the pets don't hold aggro like pets do in uh, World of Warcraft. Their pets are kind of there for extra damage. No, yeah, that's And I think different. there are some feats later on that allow you to let your pets hold aggro a little bit better um, later on in the game. Right. <clears throat> oh, my voice cracked. Yeah. I'm, I'm 13 all of a sudden. <laughs> uh, For those of you who don't know, Jason really is 13. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, that, that took a little bit getting used to for me. I'd send in my pets, and I, I of course my natural instinct kicks in thinking, oh, these pets are going to you know, start tanking for me, and 
I'm gonna sit back and throw my shadow spells on them or whatever, and and that'll be that. Nope. They just come right at you. The mobs come right at you. They don't they don't consider that aggro at all. And uh, so that was the system when I first started learning how to play a necromancer. Uh, the spell effects spell effects are a little bit eh. I'm kind of just a little bit lukewarm on some of the spell effects so far that I've seen in the game. Yeah, they're not quite as grandiose as no. over-stylized as a lot of... I don't know if they're trying for more of a realistic... Like, I don't know how you could make a spell effect realistic, <laughs> right? But they're not like the crazy, you know, iconic kind of things you see in, like, the war previews or right. World of Warcraft. Or, they're more... They're very much more subtle. Yeah, they are. They, um, they totally are. What, what classes have you played, Mark? The Herald of Zodi. The, oh, see, and I wanted to... The de- demonologist, before. and then most of the others have been melee, with the exception of the Tempest of Set, which I've got. That's my highest level. Is the is that one, which How is nine? The, I haven't the got herald. To. Talk about that, that one's that pretty weird. Like you, when you transform into the demon, it it's pretty shocking, especially if you've got a female character because you have like a little male demon uh-huh. all of a sudden, so <laughs> you don't end up with like a succubus or anything. So. It's interesting. It's just it's different, and I only got to like um, I think level seven with that one. I haven't gotten too far, but it's not that exciting to me, so I didn't stick with it really. Mm. Okay, I was just kind of trying to feel it out, you know. Um, the one I'm really happy with, as far as the class, like living up to what I'd read about, is the Dark Templar. Oh, okay. I just feel like when I play that character, I'm just death incarnate, <laughs> like a whirlwind of death, and I have all these combo attacks that I'm constantly using. Everything from like a life drain where you where the fatality is a great impalement scene, and then you have this like skull like with like blood coming off of it above. It is like an iconic kind of effect. You get this icon of a skull with this blood just drench drenching off of it when you're draining their life. You know, <laughs> but yes. I really like all the combos in that. It's really a hands-on melee class. So that that one's probably my favorite. The the um. Uh, the second favorite would be the Tempest of Set, which started out, I felt really overpowered, and then as I worked through the Destiny quests, I got to, like, this level 9 one where you're at this volcano, and I just suddenly felt underpowered and decided I better do some of the daylight quests, which um, maybe you should ask us about that. Ask us about the Destiny quest thing. Tell me about <laughs> the Destiny quest. <laughs> oh, I'm glad you asked, and, and I didn't expect that. Um, I'm prepared <laughs> to speak about it. Maybe Jason could allude to it. Um, <laughs> um, no, there's so they have this concept of, a, of Destiny quests in the game, which is different from normal quests, because you go to an inn, you, you sleep in this barmaid's room until it's nighttime, and she says not to get any ideas if you're a male character. And at nighttime, you... Um, you go in, it's like a single-player oh, world. you get ideas. Oh, yeah, you do. She's, like, probably the hottest female character in the game that I've seen so far. Well, except for the ones that you create yourself. Well, the, there's that. But So you go into the, you go, you're going through Tordage at night, and you usually only have, like, one quest running at a time for the story arc for your Destiny quest, but it's all about your discovering your identity and who you are <laughs> and where you came from and what your powers are, and you start to yeah. get, you know rewards they're specific well they're not totally specific to your class but they're they're helping you out mostly helping to augment your your arsenal and they're really interesting too because the dialogue in it is all it's all voice acted and it's um, very much similar to a bioware game 
when you have your you know your dialogue choices and stuff it's it's yeah, like oh, there's a tree. conversation tree yeah it's a conversation tree yeah which is a lot different than your average quest system in an MMO which is Monologue, usually like I've got to hear I've well usually everyone just clicks through it and says accept right but this one you have yeah, to and make it pans it, back and you kind of yeah, shows the conversation between you and the and the yeah NPC it seems like every non NPC that you talk to even if there's another in if there's another real person talking to the same character the and we'll switch camera angles and give mm-hmm. you your own little cinematic look of the dialogue that you're having. Which I, I think is really cool. Cause yeah, it's, it's nice kind of touch. a cool touch. I mean, in the voice acting, you see that in most of the quests that you get. Some of them I've seen where they haven't obviously added that yet. Hopefully they end up doing everything that way. Yeah. It would be nice. Uh, but for the most part, most quests do have that. You know, they it's all voice acted. I... I don't know. I, I guess the voice acting is okay. I mean, it's. I wouldn't just call it horrible. No, I, I think it's okay. I wouldn't say that it's totally cheesy. Sound. I mean, they didn't. They didn't pull in like main, like mainstream actors like they did for a Warhammer. Which I don't know if you guys have seen the list of yeah, people. I've, I've heard like some of the Patrick list, but... Stewart and Ian McKellen and. I mean, I've heard some got... of those are just rumors, though. I mean, some oh, of them. Nope. Some of them have been confirmed. Some of them are like, eh, they're not really sure that they're. Really it's a there pretty lofty. Um, what's the guy uh, agent? The the Elrond from Lord of the Rings slash Agent Smith. It's like, oh right! Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That yeah. guy. Yeah. Oh, or, or also from V from Vendetta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that dude. So also from. Priscilla, Mr. Queen of Anderson. the Desert. If you really want to get obscure, I suppose. But, um, <laughs> but anyway, the you know it's Mark yeah. Mark is not a geek. Mark <laughs> is not a geek. I repeat, <laughs> it's just kind of it's kind of cool that you know they did the voice acting, they did the conversation trees, and they did these quests that finally make you feel like you're playing an MMO. There's no doubt about it. But for a brief instant, you do feel like you're making an impact on the game world, which is that thing we've always talked about: the big dilemma of how do you get somebody really immersed in the game to where they feel like they have something at stake with their character you know they're they're contributing somehow and i've always said well i guess you play oblivion but in in this case <laughs> it's kind of, it's it's this game reminds me more of oblivion than any other mmo that's for sure especially with the way the the, the combat can be really twitchy you know it's it's you definitely don't yeah, i rarely worry about who i'm targeting really it's not one of those you know, fire and forget kind of games. So, yeah, yeah you have to actually pay attention when you're yeah. playing this game. Yeah, you can't. You, <laughs> you can't, can't be watching the. You Simpsons can't just and... hit like auto attack and expect something to happen. There isn't any auto attack in this yeah. game. It's you have to. It's be. really cool. They suggest they encourage you to aim your attacks. You'll always be able to see how the opponent or the monster is guarding against you. Whether that's a really cool concept. Yeah. Up yeah, left, I mean, and they're right. shielding. You know, it's pretty mm-hmm. simple because you know, you know, if you don't see any shielding, you know, exposed on one side, well, yeah, that's the, one. the other side. Yeah, that's the side where you want to go to, where, go back where you and see forth them totally between exposed. the two weakest or something. And, yeah, and that's kind of how you set up your combos too, because mm-hmm. you want to be able to. The one of the keys that I found to creating a fatality is to when they're at that last kind of semi sliver, and they have an exposed area. You do a combo move that goes to that that particular side, mm-hmm. and that will pretty much well. It doesn't guarantee you a, a fatality every time, but it's going to get you there. And when the fatalities happen, 
you kind of get like this warm fuzzy feeling inside. Yeah, <laughs> like if this game ever has like any kind of um, modding system, like WoW does. I hope to God somebody throws in like the Mortal Kombat um, dialogue for Fatality. the fatalities. <laughs> Get over here! Yeah. You know, something like that would be so cool. I had this cool. most awesome moment. The streak of combos? Today where I... Uh, or fatality combos? Where I was, I was fighting this group. I, I started playing a Guardian, and I, I was fighting this group of uh, those picks, you know, which are kind of those you know, tribal barbarian types. Ubiquitous tribal barbarian... Angry people and with I, arrows. You know, I was fighting. There was like three of them around me, and I, I killed one. And then this other one, you know, I targeted the other one. I started fighting him, and then I did a fatality on him where I thrust my sword into his chest, drew it out, and like scraped him off my blade, which was really cool. And then I turned around, and the very next hit on the next guy, on the third guy that I had to fight, I just decapitated him all in like so it like happened bam bam and it was so beautiful I was like oh my god that was sweet I had to like kind of hold myself back because my poor little son is trying to take a nap in the room next to me and I'm like <laughs> You're all, yes yes that was sweet that's the other thing I noticed about the combat in this game that I, I haven't experienced since playing City of Heroes is that you're commonly up against a lot of people at once. Yeah, you're not just fighting be, like one you could or two. Be fighting like, you could be fighting and there, you know, the four. AI is cool because two might be at a range, so they'll be picking you off with arrows, but three will rush forward and will be attacking you. And of course, in this game, you can't run through people. It has collision detection, so you can't like just run past them and take out the archers easily. You kind of want to fight your way through them. Yeah, and so that's kind of a cool scenario. I mean, you feel heroic because. I don't know. It, every combat is not just you fighting somebody of the same level than with you know that you are, and you kill them, and then you rinse and repeat fourteen times. It's different situations. Yeah, yeah. all too familiar with that. Yeah. So that's good. what else. Any other questions, or should we cover some of our stories about the? Uh, I think it'd be interesting to get into what the blogosphere is saying about. Oh gosh, the, the accursed blogosphere. Well, let's take a break before we delve into the blogosphere and re-energize. <laughs> we'll, we will eat cookies, drink Mountain Dew, and prepare ourselves. Listeners, be ready. All right, so now it's time to get into what the industry pundits, or at least self-declared industry pundits who have WordPress accounts and <laughs> uh, blogs, have to say about Age of Conan. And my fav- my favoritist... Favoritist? Yes, favoritist. I'm going to use bad grammar. Noah the Grammarian awesome has spoken. To, uh, <laughs> really add some elite status to these writers. Are, are the people who have a lot to say about it and make very bold, assertive, this is how it is predictions, and they haven't even played the damn game. By this, he refers to one of our favorite blogites. Hardcore casual? Hardcore casual, who sometimes I. I wonder yes, if Kane. He has a crappy attitude just to uh, get people to talk about it on podcasts like us. Well, here we are. We'll provide that service. <laughs> 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 we love you, man. We love you. So. 
he sums up his stance in his the title of his blog, this entry from May 7th, with Age of Conan, say hello to Ottawa Salt, your new roommate. Whoa. Oh, man. That's <laughs> harsh. Yeah, that's pretty harsh, considering one failed and one's brand new. And it's funny, because writ- he wrote about 400 words here, and the first 300 give you this impression that maybe he knows what he's talking about because like oh there's a buzz in our corner of the of the MMO blog world and there's sources reporting issues reading from subpar frame rates to blue screen of death crashing blue screen of death crashing no. what and uh, oh yeah what he else? says I'm, I'm guessing the game looks fairly close to absolute trash on low as most games do has anyone had any luck with this game in high max settings with a decent resolution? Yeah, actually. Yeah, since, I am. Since I got into the 21st century with my PC rig. And so then he goes on to making the ultimate <laughs> comparison and saying that it's going to sound that it, that Age of Conan sounds like it's going to reproduce the same story that Vanguard did when it came oh out. Oh my gosh, he's going to say it's going to have a Vanguard type launch? Yeah, that there's just Far too many bugs and errors in, that are showing up in the beta, and it's going to launch in a state of need, needing massive upgrades, and everybody's going to drop out. And it won't ever claw back to relevancy. So, to use his own words, though, rather than to paraphrase him, <laughs> and get to the key 100 last words of his post, my prediction... <laughs> I love the voice. Based purely on reading about it, I've never actually played Age of Conan. Thinks how open the beta was handled in terms of distribution. Is that Age of Conan will have a very weak launch and a huge drop in subs after the first month. It either dies a quick and silent death shortly after launch, three to four months, or it teeters on life support with a skeleton crew managing it before finally going the way of auto assault in a year or so. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. <laughs> well, let me let me just... I'll chime in here a little bit. Uh, first off... You agree completely, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. Uh, I've played Vanguard in its current state, and it is nowhere near runs as good as this engine does, even on low settings. I mean, it's like... With full-blown debugging. and <laughs> Yeah, with full-blown debugging. I mean, come on. I mean, I wasn't running on a crappy rig before. Now that I have a decent video card, you know, I don't. I really don't suspect that Vanguard would play that much better on my machine. Um, I played Auto Assault before. That game was a disaster waiting to happen. I totally agree with that. But come on, man, this game isn't going to even have a Vanguard-esque type launch. I mean, I, I don't. And, and of course, he even admits it himself. He bases this purely on reading stuff. You know, and, and and this is probably from people, and I and I, I could just see the rigs that some of these people are trying to play this game on. They're probably trying to play it on the same rig they had back when World of Warcraft came out. I'm sorry, but if you were a serious gamer, a PC gamer, MMO gamer even, you should be upgrading your system at least once a year. Something on your system. Yeah. A video card upgrade at the very least. You should know yeah. what dual core means yeah, by now. Yeah, you should know what dual core <laughs> means by now. You should know that, you know, video card is probably one of the most essential parts of a PC when it comes to PC gaming. You know, period. I get it. I think Mark gets it. 
I think most people who like to play games on their PC get it. I like to play FPS games sometimes, and, yes. you know, I, I've kind of moved beyond... Well, I think I have, but then I never have, but I always think I've moved beyond, like, uh, you know, like Quake 3. And, I think know. Mark and I have talked about this tonight already. Yeah. You know, a, a new video card, the one that we bought, you know, can be had... For $170. You can't afford $170? Well, then you probably shouldn't be playing PC new PC games to begin with. Time to get that DS Lite going. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, you know, it's time to put down your PC and time to just start playing console Some games. Bejeweled. The Some MMO. of Sinkane's other opinions included that he believes that this is a niche game to begin with. And that but it like has... like other fantasy games aren't? And that it has a graphic style that will not age well. What? And the end game, PvP, <laughs> is already too much like what Warhammer Online is trying to do. And so basically, Conan is just a game that people, the twenty five to 50,000 people that he believes are actually going to play it. Yeah, um, I like the prediction on yeah. <laughs> subscription count. He said they're, yeah, that's they're just going to... Yeah, by the way. I know. They're yeah. just going to play until Warhammer comes out, and then, if not that, Wrath of the Lich King. Let's took, take a look at some of that. Um, <laughs> Twenty-five to 50,000 is the prediction for subscriptions, right? His prediction, yeah. His prediction. Yeah, I, I think that I think that that's pretty... That's not doing it much of a service, considering what Lotro managed to come out with for its initial it's subscription rate. Looking at a lot of games... But Lotro's a real franchise, Conan's niche. Yeah, so yeah. in 1935, <laughs> I mean, in Weird Tales magazine, Conan first started to appear as Robert E. Howard started to pin, pin tail after tail of this barbarian and different it's only variations. only two movies? Two, two, two movies, countless different eras of comic books, several different books. Even Robert Jordan is one of the later authors of... That's true. Conan stories, which and I lots have. of video games too. Lots of video From the games. Atari forward. It's a huge franchise. It's yeah. it's not a niche. It's I think a whole lot of people. They're even making a new movie right if, now, aren't they? Yeah. If you if you went down the road, if you went down the street and you asked someone, just your average guy, do you do you know about <laughs> EverQuest or Conan? Which one do you think they would know about? Every quest, every, every quest. I, I had a monkey. I had a monkey every quest. Everybody plays every quest. I'm, yeah, yeah. I don't think so. I think it's a. I think it's a fairly respectable IP. Uh, I, I don't think it's. I don't think it's niche. a total niche. niche. And I think that there's going to be a little bit more interest than twenty-five to fifty thousand players to start out. Yeah, more niche than what pirates. And then the whole, yeah, the, yeah, the whole thing about um, the end game being too close to war. Well. If this game comes out first, and the most of the, the the public sees this game first and plays it, then they're going to think war is the imitator, right? Yeah. If you're first to market, if your whole business plan true. revolves around being first to market, it doesn't matter who's the copycat, mm-hmm. right? I mean, and I don't know. Unless the copycat does an, a superior job just blowing the other one out of the water like Warcraft did. Yeah, exactly. And they are the master of copycat. They, they sure are. are. They sure are. I mean, <laughs> Warcraft, Warhammer, orcs versus humans. <laughs> These things seem familiar. Anyway, I, I think it's hilarious that he like spews all this, and then he admits at the end of his post that oh, I've never even really played and this game. The I'm just basing it, this off of what I've read. 
And I think the root of it is he's just sour grapes over he wasn't able to get into the open beta. He didn't like how it was handled. And because of that, he's just like, oh, this is another sign. This game sucks. They don't want anybody playing it. And I'm mad because I didn't get to play it. And oh, look, all these people are bitching about it being drama queens. So the game's going to crash. I don't even know so much that. I mean, it's hilarious, too. Like, like if you're getting a blue screen of death while playing this game, I mean, there's something else going on with your system. Yeah. You know, period. Yeah. I mean, Let's run an anti-malware program. Yeah, something. I don't know what's going on there, but you know, you shouldn't be getting blue screens of death. Period. Quit going to porn sites. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think it's funny too. As as you read through the postings or the comments under this post, a lot of people are kind of in a friendly way trying to tell him you should probably drop this. And, <laughs> and what he, what he does, he comes back with the old tried and true, I'm going to appeal to you now from a business sense. So I'm going to start to talk about market forces and, and history and historical trending. And <laughs> it's like, really? Where did you get your uh, economics degree uh, exactly? Um, could yeah, you, maybe he does I, have an economics degree. When I clicked degree, the about me, all I got was like a blank form thing. So um, <laughs> He I, does I'm, nothing. I, I, you define me. Says he's a hardcore gamer turned casual, but I mean, it's like that's always the cop out. Well, you just don't understand the business, you know. Well, no, actually, I, I think I think a lot of a lot of gamers, especially MMO gamers, we're we're a little older. We have careers. We kind of understand market forces, and we understand these things. And so, when you're going to bail out of a bad argument that you've started. You probably ought to appeal more to something like scientific and with some kind of rationale instead of the old. You just don't understand market forces and <laughs> yeah. and the history the, has the, shown the, the, the saturation of a niche genre in the you know whatever or other. <laughs> so yeah, it's pretty funny though. They are g- very gently trying to say, "Nah, you're probably wrong on yeah, this one." I don't think it's going to have it. a rocky launch. Uh, Honestly, no, it's going it's, to be the next auto assault, die a quick death, and we won't even know about it in three to four months. That just that just cracks me up. How it's like, oh my god, it's going to be horrible. I don't think it's big. my 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 biggest beef with the whole thing is, is that he hasn't even played the game himself, so he he only bases things off of your say. It's quote unquote read off the interweb, which we all know everything you read off the interweb must be true. Well, the stuff that I write is uh, <laughs> seldom it's true. It's written word. <laughs> so, <laughs> if that's any guide, <laughs> we have one other hero of the web. Yeah, controversial blog post. Is that what we're calling them now? Heroes of the web? No, that's ripping off. <laughs> um, I just think it's funny. Conceptually similar. Similar, yeah. The this blog, which is from Tobold, is a little bit more generalized. It's talking kind of about both Age of Conan and Warhammer Online. He declares in his opening sentence that the games of 2008 are falling into a terrible trap. Developers think that with World of Warcraft being so successful, their games need to include a maximum number of features similar to those of WoW, because that is what the customer wants. But he feels that by doing this, they're not going to actually have any success. They're not going to be able to overtake WoW. And because why switch from World of Warcraft to another game when you know there's so much polish to World of Warcraft, right? Yeah, and that the and then basically, Age of Conan and Warhammer Online are nearly 
identical to an experience that you could get with WoW. I don't know. I but mean, just I, I don't think I don't think World of Warcraft allows me to impale somebody on my sword, and then in the very next move, chop somebody's head off. No, but another move. it does allow you to run through people and and yeah, it does hear, allow you to run through and hear people. Random clinking noises when you're in battle, <laughs> <laughs> as you target and kind of fire and forget for the next mm-hmm. five minutes during your single single mob World adversarial encounter. Fall asleep at my, right. my PC while I nothing against World of Warcraft. That's just how it rolls. It's you know it's a slower kind of mud base. Which is fine. Yeah. I'm not hating. On I love World of Warcraft. Warcraft. I love it. I I play it to this very day. But when you say that, when you go out on a limb and say that they're imitating and that Warcraft Online is imitating, well, Warcraft Online is imitating. But, but <laughs> Mark's when, be good now. <laughs> when, you, when you go out on a limb and say that, it's like, well, what was your personal experience with Age of Conan? Because I think the combat's totally different. The whole quest thing's very different. The, the PvP is d- handled differently. The whole um, AI model that they've come up with for like AI controlled cities and that kind of thing, yeah, totally stealth, different. Stealth does not work the stealth same as it totally does in different. World of Warcraft. It's like they took what does what is similar? Well, it's a fantasy setting, but instead of like cartoons and, and happy colors and stuff, it's dark and kind of gray and misty. And, and it's, it's like one of the one the first things you see before you enter Tortage is uh, that hanging body. Oh yeah, from skulls the, are impaled. Yeah, skulls on are impaled. You know, it's, I mean, no, I know, can, the granted, NPCs I could, are pretty rude to you. I could point out. And, I could point out where you could on the way to the Scarlet Monastery. You could see the same thing in WoW, but I mean, it's like it's. It's a totally different vibe. It's a totally different gameplay mechanic. It's like they're they aren't trying to imitate it, as far as I can tell. No, I mean it. Well, his biggest complaint is he believes that both of these games started out really touting their player versus player action with sieges and and armies and swarms, and his opinion, Tobald, is that now it's really just a player versus environment, player versus environment game with some PvP stuff, just kind of dabbled on the edge and so because of that it's exactly like wow well, a game that my, he feels my is question a is, since, since when have, have has has he had the opportunity to delve into the pvp aspect of age of conan which well, again i highly as, doubt as he watched again, as he had his first glimpse of age of conan and i'm sure he experienced the pvp in game as it was a in a fully robust game world uh, oh, you know fully, you know, fully realized had, with all multiple you have the maximum to mess with is uh, first 13 levels is the first 13 levels and then and, and then they PvE give you the mini centric theme yeah. you know they give you the mini games and that's fine there's nothing wrong with you know with you know as long as they don't make the pvp rewards um, solely based on on their mini games right. such as like world of warcraft did which is my biggest beef with World of Warcraft well, is where the the PvP is basically strictly, you know, it's all based in the battlegrounds and the rewards are all based in the battlegrounds. And if they made it to where, you know, it's just it's it's world PvP or in in the case of um, Warhammer Online, Realm versus Realm PvP. Yeah, that'd be better. Well, I think though that. Neither War or Conan seeks to imitate WoW in the PvP aspects because they both thought of it as a as a main feature, whereas WoW obviously is still trying to catch up on the, the PvP, as you were just illustrating. I mean, the battlegrounds were thrown in after launch. 
the um the world PvP is weak. Always has been weak. It's kind of what you make of it, but it's pretty weak. It 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 was definitely a, it's a PVE centric game. It it's never going to really not be. I mean, you know. No, well, and and I think another one of his. I I I've read this point here where he he basically says that if you have a game that has you can't have a game that has good PVP and good PVE except for Guild Wars. You can't have both. And I totally disagree with that. Right. It's like you you can have both. Why can't you have both? ArenaNet figured it out. You know, it's like 2 million subscribers. Why you know why why are you why is that stuck in some people's minds where, you know, you oh, no, you can't do good PVE and good PVP in one game. It's impossible. It's cuz nobody has cuz nobody's done it before. I mean, seriously, World of Warcraft's PVP is utter crap. Yeah. And we still love it. It's garbage, but people still love it because oh, they get those rewards at the end. Yeah, you know it's it's garbage. There's there's nothing really fun about it except you grind the same freaking battlegrounds every single yeah. time. I mean, they're fun. The battlegrounds are fun, but it's just it's 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 its own thing. It truly, like he says in this post, it is a PvP mini game. The battlegrounds are, you know, that's what it is. So, but I mean, the main the main statement that he makes here doesn't really. I don't think he's il- he illustrated it very well. Um, what are your thoughts, Noah? I didn't. I think these people are just looking for something to critique and to, or to criticize to stir people up. You know, maybe they heartily feel this after reading other people's blogs that are doing the same thing. But I think it's vastly premature to be making judgments based on limited open betas, closed betas people similar personality types making attention for themselves by overreacting to flaws or not uh, acknowledging what a beta game is and so then these bloggers feast on that and then it just turns into this big circular toilet maybe that's flush. why they shouldn't have betas anymore <laughs> richard Seriously. garriott might agree yeah. having been crushed you know, by like... a beta i read a couple interesting interviews with i think someone at the head of sony online entertainment and also someone at the head of ncsoft and they both got asked about betas, and they both their stances is, now it's, yeah, you know, betas used to be really good for finding bugs, but now you basically have to deliver something that's near polished and perfect. And they've both definitely learned that. You know, and I, the hard way. Honestly, yeah. you know, the Funcom beta that I've played, you know, yeah, have I noticed some, some weird little bugs here and there? Sure. Yeah, it's not perfect. But honestly... You know, I, I haven't seen anything totally game-breaking. Well, save one thing, which I, of course, sent a bug report about. But, <laughs> you know, it was just, you know, I've, I haven't seen, like, the, the major crash to desktops that pe- other people... You know, the only reason why some people are having these problems is probably because their system sucks. Yeah. You yeah. know, and it is. It's probably time to upgrade. I mean, a lot of these people have, haven't have upgraded their machines since World of Warcraft, probably. If they're if they've been diehard you know, headlong into World of Warcraft for three plus years now. That's all they know, you know, and, and yeah, World of Warcraft can run on the most crappiest system out there. Yeah. And, you know, when you come down to it, I, I think that the heavy, the heavy client is a flaw in, you know, in the release of Age of Conan that they should have, they should have made a client that scaled better backwards. You know, I, I always have that problem with FPS games like 
crisis and stuff like that. It's like, right. yeah, they quit future proofing your fucking game, you know? It's now like, I have a new video card. I can't wait to try it. <laughs> but I mean, much. it's, you know, it's like, you know, they're trying to future proof it so they make it so that it doesn't really run on anything but like the top, like 1% of PCs that are out here. Well, Age of Conan is not that bad. Obviously, we were able to remedy our fairly old systems. You know what? With, I ran it on mine and know, I, and I, like I said, it was on low settings. Did it run that great even on low settings? Yeah, sort of. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't say that I, I would love to play that game on, on low settings all the time. No, I wouldn't want to ever go back to that. No. But. Well, no, not 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 now that we've seen what the, <laughs> yeah. what the power of our new video cards can do. Right. And, uh, you know, like I, I, I said before, you know, if you're a PC gamer and you're that is your hobby... Then you ought to... Then you should be upgrading your system with... You know, at least a video card upgrade at least once a year, right? Period. I mean, there's no excuse not to if you're if you're a diehard no, uh, PC gamer. <laughs> yeah, my entire system at home is like three or four years old. Now. <laughs> it was it was pretty badass the day it was built, though. That's for sure. It was. I, I yeah. do remember that system. Still looks cool too. Yeah, it's made out of human skulls for our listeners. Anyway, <laughs> my, I think my final thought on the on the blogosphere's um, tales it. of impending doom is. Is step away from the ledge, you know. <laughs> put the gun away. To put put away that bottle of pills, you and know. Stash that. Most importantly, put away the keyboard. Yeah, stash <laughs> that. Uh, stash that collection of uh, the the Depeche Mode box set and the the cure, and the cure away. Morrissey's greatest hits. Yeah, Morrissey's greatest hits. Just put put all that stuff away and and you know settle down. <laughs> settle down. Things are going to be fine. It's not as depressing as it looks. Yeah. I agree wholeheartedly. Listeners, if you have any similar opinions or would like to speak contrarily to anything that we've had to say, please feel free to communicate with us. You can email us at mail at channelmassive.com. M-A-I-L. You can also leave us a voicemail at our Skype account, which is channel.massive.skype. Or if you're enterprising like the Nameless One, you can send us your own little audio recordings and we will integrate them into the show as we did in this episode. Yeah, we can handle just about any audio format you can throw at us, but don't get too crazy. Yeah. Keep it short and sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Don't develop your own like Kodak or anything <laughs> just <laughs> to throw us for a loop. We're not that motivated. <laughs> um, yeah. Thanks. And we hope if you're playing Age of Conan that you're enjoying your experience or reporting bugs. And if you actually do have some open beta experience, you feel free to write us about that too. See if we tell us if you've been having any type of technical issues. If you feel the game is unplayable, or if you feel it's going to fail, or if you feel it's going to rule the world, all that's good stuff. We'd love to hear it. Make sure if you get a blue screen of death playing it that you take a picture and send it to us so we can analyze your stack trace and uh, <laughs> perhaps uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 And maybe we can just be apathetic about that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thanks for listening. Channel Massive is an IGL production.